Managing your law practice can be challenging. Marketing, time management, attracting clients, and all the things besides the cases that you need to do that aren't billable. Welcome to this edition of the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. This is where you'll get the information you need from expert guests and host attorney Rodney Dowell here on the Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast, helping attorneys improve their practice. We're glad you could listen today on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Rodney Dow, Executive Director of Massachusetts Lawyers Concerned for Lawyers and Director of LCL's Massachusetts Law Office Management Program. Improving the lives of attorneys by offering free and confidential help for Massachusetts attorneys on issues ranging from depression and addiction to how to improve their business practices. For more information on us, visit www.lclma.org and www.masslomap.org. I would like to take this time to thank our sponsor, Firm Manager by LexisNexis. You can find out more information at firmmanager.com forward slash LTN. Today on the Unbillable Hour, we will discuss how law firms can track and invoice clients in a way that captures more time and allows attorneys to receive payment more quickly. Joining me is Danny Wynn, co-founder of Harvest Software, and Shri Vermuri, marketing manager at Harvest Software. Welcome, Danny and Shri. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> doing great over here in, uh, in New York. Are you both in New York today? Yep. Great. Indeed. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to join us. So listen, I just want to get a little background. Now, the thing you're doing is providing a time tracking mechanism. And so tell me why you're into the legal space, and then give me a little bit of background about what your product does. Sure. Um, so uh, this is Danny, and uh, just uh, some background about our, our company, Harvest. Um, when we first started Harvest, uh, we were really building a tool that, that addressed one of our, our core needs. So before launching Harvest, my uh, co-founder, Sean Liu, and myself, we were working on a, a consulting business, doing some design and development work, uh, mainly on the web. So uh, as we were running that business, we realized, you know, because we're billing our clients on an hourly basis, we just needed a tool to, to better track uh, all the work that our team was doing and, and at the end of the month, essentially, just send out an efficient bill uh, and get paid. Uh, when we started to look around for tools that would do this, we just didn't see anything that was actually easy to use and uh, was convenient, uh, being that it was on the web. So we said, why don't we take what we, we know, uh, which is building things for the web, and, uh, and create a tool so that we could run our consulting business better. And that's really the, the genesis of uh, Harvest, and we launched this in 2006, and you know, first we, we sort of got a lot of adoption from other web uh, design development companies, but over time it just kind of broadened out, and now all types of you know consulting or professional services businesses are uh, using a service to, to run their business to to uh, efficiently track their time. and uh, And today, I believe we have uh, tens of thousands of customers in over a hundred countries. So uh, that's kind of how how we kind of evolved through the years and. Uh, legal just happens to be one of those spaces that have uh, really adopted, you know, an easier tool to to track your time and send invoices. 
Well, so with your background in the legal industry, how do you find that attorneys are currently tracking their time? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Uh, I can take that one. So, in, in speaking to to firms of, of all sizes, I think uh, uh, Arnold, who uh, is a Harvest customer, he's been using Harvest, he's been practicing law rather for for ten years, uh, and he's worked at, at firms of, of all different sizes. Uh, and he says, you know, it really depends on on the size of the firm. As the firm gets you know smaller, the clients' needs are more demanding for you know for for accurate time tracking. So. So just to paint a picture here, uh, he said that when he worked at, at large to mid-sized firms with, with several hundred lawyers, um, you know, focused mainly on litigation, uh, you know, clients were, were big banks, uh, you know, mostly what was going on with, uh, with tracking time was that the lawyers would write down their time on, on a piece of paper, on sticky notes, um, and then they'll, they'll hand that time off to, uh, to a secretary um, who will then go through the, the process of entering in that time uh, on a computer, uh, you know, in Excel or uh, some, other, some other tool. Um, so, so that process is, is, is fairly relevant for the large, mid-sized firms. Uh, and then when, when Arnold moved to, uh, to a smaller firm where they're more transactional, uh, not necessarily focused on, on litigation, uh, they switched to, to something uh, like Harvest, uh, you know, a SaaS solution uh, to track time uh, and have more accurate time tracking reports that they could provide to their clients. Uh, and today, Arnold is a, is a freelance uh, lawyer, uh, and, uh, and he uses uh, Harvest to track his time accurately. And let me clarify for our listeners, when you said a SaaS product, can you just clarify for our listeners exactly what you mean by that? Sure. So, so SaaS means software as a service. Uh, if you've if you've heard the term cloud before, um, you know those two two words are, are used uh, almost interchangeably. Um, so, so what that means is that it's uh, it's a piece of software um, that works online. So if you have internet access, you can open up this software uh, in your web browser and use it just as software that is downloaded onto your computer. Um, but the the main benefit is that this data is is online and it's you know accessible anywhere. And I think that a point I came up with while you're talking, I mean, most of the attorneys I work with, which are solo and very small firm attorneys, mm -hmm. and they're always on the go, and some of the issues they have are how to track their time while they're on the go. So how does that work with a SaaS cloud-based product? Sure, it's a great question. So, so one of the benefits of, of being on the cloud is that wherever you have internet access, you'll be able to, to track your time. So... Um, you know, if, if your SaaS solution has a, a mobile app um, that allows you to track time uh, like we do, you know, for, for iPhone, for Android, um, there are a lot of these time tracking apps available. Uh, you can simply pull out your mobile device, um, whether you're at a client site uh, or you're working through a flight, you can just simply pull out this mobile device um, and start tracking time towards, um, towards client's uh, project. And... Uh, and the great thing about it is that all this time will end up in the same place, um, accessible from, from many locations. So, so let's say you enter in uh, a few hours at a client site um, through your mobile device. You, know, you go back to your office, you sign into to your, uh, your account, uh, and all that time that you had recorded will be there in that location. If your client needs a report, 
you can easily pull up that report and, and send it to them uh, in, a, in a file. Okay. And so another issue that often comes up is you're working on the middle of one thing and all of a sudden a client calls on another issue. So with these SaaS-based products, how do you take care of tracking multiple <laughs> times like that? Yeah, definitely. And uh, the best thing that uh, that I've seen and I've heard from, from law firms is that, you know, if they're using something like a, a SaaS solution, um, you know, with a few clicks, if someone calls, uh, you know, with, then with a few clicks, they can start a timer from their desktop, right? Um, or alternatively, they're on a call, you know, they finish the call, they see how much time has been logged on the call uh, via their phone, and then they can simply go into into something like Harvest and enter in that time. So that's really what we've seen to be to be the best way to, to, to record time when someone uh, surprises you. And, you know, when I work with attorneys, and I work with a ton of attorneys, and especially solo and small firms where they don't have the secretary support or as much support as the law f- large firm attorneys that you're talking about, it seems like one of the big problems they have is timely invoicing. Even if they have a good way to track time, they never get the invoices out. So how do these models allow them to get these invoices out? Does Harvest have a method of taking that time, or do you ex- export it to something? Or does it have a built-in feature for invoicing? Yeah, so that's a great question. I think, um, you know, as Sri just mentioned, there, there are many ways that you can go about collecting that time data. And uh, after you solve that problem, you have all this time kind of locked up uh, in, in your in your system, and you want to turn that into money. So uh, you want to turn those billable hours and convert that into an invoice effectively. So a tool like Harvest uh, and other SaaS providers really around this space um, will allow you to kind of aggregate all those hours, kind of select a client, and then uh, it, it creates essentially uh, an invoice from, from that data for that time frame. And you can review that invoice see if you need to make any final adjustments, and then send that off right, uh, right online. Be it, uh, you know, what we do is we allow you to send a web invoice, but you can also download a PDF and send that to your clients. But at this point, I think the most important thing is uh, a tool like Harvest will help you um, kind of track the life cycle of that invoice. If you invoice that client and you're giving them 30 days to pay, it would be great to have a way to kind of see, okay, where are they in this? in this uh, invoice uh, due date. You know, are, are my clients paying on time? Are they about to be late? Should I send them a reminder? And when you use a system, you can also set up uh, or configure your system to send automatic reminders so that if your client's not paying, you could have a, a system uh, nudge your client, which in some ways is, is less uh, abrasive if you have to do that personally. So I, I think a, a system kind of plays... A, a great role in, in helping, uh, you know, especially a solo practitioner, just efficiently and quickly get the invoices out and then help them collect. Yeah, I really like the idea of the automatic reminders, too, because I think that there's where attorneys lose a lot of momentum on collecting. Is that, the, is that they simply forget to remind their clients who maybe have all the good intentions to pay, but they sit on the invoice for a while, and a gentle nudge is a good thing. Agreed, agreed. So tell me, one of the things that I know software companies like yours have trouble with is getting attorneys to adopt what are really good products, what I think are very exciting technologies that increase their time management and their efficiency and their effectiveness 
and getting bills paid and so forth. So what do you find the barriers are to getting attorneys to adopt these technologies? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, what we've heard a lot uh, is that a lot of these law firms are, are using legacy technology, uh, if any technology. Um, so technology that's, uh, that's been around for, for, for a while uh, and uh, isn't very effective um, in terms of uh, hooking up with other um, platforms. So, you know, just to, to give you an example, uh, let's say that uh, a legal firm wants to adopt uh, a time tracking solution uh, instead of using, uh, you know, Excel or, or a piece of paper, um, one of the one of the problems that comes into their head is, you know, I have to, um, you know, link this up with my accounting solution, um, you know, but most of the time tracking solutions won't link up with their accounting solution because the accounting system, the accounting solution that they use is uh, is very old school, uh, for lack of a better term. So, so this legacy technology um, is a uh, is one of the main problems. Uh, you know, back to Arnold, uh, when he worked at a large firm, uh, the partners at the firm, some of them uh, didn't, didn't even use email. So, so adopting something uh, like a SaaS solution, um, you know, they just wouldn't really understand what, what the SaaS solution, uh, what benefits it would provide them. Um, so it comes down to really understanding what the, the blockers are at the firm in, in terms of tech adoption. Um, and I think it's important uh, to really understand that adopting uh, this technology will make the practice more efficient. Yeah, you know, I'll just add to that. One of the, you know, the key things that, that we've really observed uh, in general about adopting, uh, you know, web-based, web-based software is, you know, generally speaking, there's a resistance to, to change. You know, changing a system means your staff has to relearn how to use something. You yourself have to relearn how to use something. So. Uh, when we look at that problem, we say, well, you know, we believe uh, there, there's a global sort of consumerization of business software. And what we mean by that is the idea that uh, you as a business user are more and more, um, as you use technology on a on consumer level, you know, for example, if you use Facebook or Twitter or even just Google and Gmail, you you start to you know, sort of expect certain things. You expect things to be easy to use, you expect things to, to be accessible, and, uh, and that's what we're really looking at when we're talking about the resistance, is that barrier of having to learn a new system is much lower now with uh, web-based systems, because you know, for us, our challenge is to constantly figure out how to design something so that there's really no learning curve. So a huge part of, uh, of that resistance, hopefully, is going to start going away, which is it's easier and easier to ramp onto new software because things are just being simplified. Just make it as simple as possible. I think that's right. A lot of attorneys get overwhelmed with the concept of trying to learn yet another new program. But one of the issues I run into lots of just with attorneys, but with people worry a lot about putting information out in the cloud and entrusting software companies like yourself that are storing stuff in servers, God knows where, with what security. So how do you respond to these kind of questions? Yeah, you know, security and privacy, they, they're really uh, paramount issues at, at software companies like ours because our customers are entrusting us with their data. So we have to take this stuff seriously. And, uh, you know, as a starter, we've uh, gone through the process with uh, Trusty, uh, one of the leading privacy 
uh, solution providers out there. So they've audited our process and policy and, uh, and certified, um, gave us the trustee seal. So that's really just one level of, you know, ensuring and, and providing that um, privacy confidence to our customers. But in addition to that, what we do on the security side is we know that we have, you know, critical uh, data and therefore, um, you know, our servers, when, when you're storing data with us, uh, you're really storing data uh, at our servers, which are behind you know, locked cages at our data center, uh, where access control is heavily, heavily um, applied uh, from really all angles. Uh, and so let me back up. A different way to think about your security is, you know, if you have a ton of data uh, on your laptop and, and that laptop is either lost or stolen, your data is going to, you know, go into uh, somebody else's hands. So when you're using a cloud solution, one of the, the slight benefits really is your data is staying in the cloud. So number one, you don't lose that data. But number two, you know, somebody that has your, your hardware doesn't necessarily have access to, uh, to your data that's being hosted somewhere else. So on the flip side, I think on the security front, uh, there are some, some real positive points about throwing that into the cloud and kind of leaving it to, to people who really is their job. It's our job to make sure that security is, uh, is upheld and, and at the highest standard. Yeah, and I mean, it seems to me what a lot of people fail to realize is one of the points you were just making is that the security level on most of these server data farms are so much higher than any attorneys have in their office. So they may be putting all this data on their desktops on their local server with just a lock and key out in the front door with no other security and maybe fairly low levels of electronic security anyway. It's something to consider as to, let's see, who's really investing in high security? Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think it goes back to the, to the idea that you know, day in and day out, uh, our entire team is really thinking about how do we make sure our customers are getting the best service and also have the most security. And you, know, you as a, you know, running a law firm or as a solo practitioner, you just have you know, your things to do. You got to run your practice. And so I think that's a really nice division of, of duties. You know, for, for you guys to be successful, uh, for the lawyers to be successful, they just got to execute on, on delivering great things for their clients. And for us, we got to execute on delivering security for our customers. It's basically delegating the right work to the right people, right? Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, it's time for a quick break and a word from our sponsor, Firm Manager by LexisNexis. If you're like many solo and small firm attorneys, it can be challenging to manage both your practice and give your clients the attention they need. Well, now you can do it all free for 30 days with LexisNexis Firm Manager. Built from the ground up for attorneys like you, it's an easy way to get organized, master your business, and keep your clients happy. Firm Manager is secure, web-based, and mobile, so you can manage your practice anytime, anywhere, from your laptop, smartphone, iPad, or tablet. No IT hassles, no long-term commitments, and best of all, no more worries about what needs to be done. Get your free 30-day trial of LexisNexis Firm Manager today at firmmanager.com LTN. That's firmmanager.com LTN. 
You can advertise with us at Legal Talk Network and have your own commercial play in this podcast. Just give us a call anytime at 781-551-9960 or shoot us an email at admin at legaltalknetwork.com. We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, too. Welcome back to the Unbillable Hour. I'm Rodney Dowd, joined by Danny Wynn, co-founder of Harvest Software, and Shri, marketing manager at Harvest Software. Guys, this has been a great conversation so far, but let me just ask you, I know a little bit about your philosophy and how these uh, small businesses can utilize cloud solutions for potential growth in their industry. Yeah, so I think the when we're talking about uh, cloud solutions, uh, just to talk broadly about it, I think there, there are many things that make it um, make it a whole lot more efficient for a small business. Um, one of the core things I think is uh, the amount of time it takes to set something up. It becomes you know tremendously cut down. So you don't need to wait for somebody to come on site and kind of set up new servers and and get software programs onto all your computers. The great thing about cloud software is it's really configured once. You can have, uh, you know, somebody, a solo practitioner could really configure something for himself and, uh, and just do that once over the cloud, do it in 30 minutes, and now he can use that um, software from any computer of his. So if you have a larger firm, same thing. It's configure once and run across the whole organization. So I think one of the key things there is just uh, cloud solutions makes it really easy and fast to get things set up. And let me just ask you this, along with the same front benefits of using cloud solutions, now I know that your product, for example, integrates with other cloud solutions like Basecamp. Can you explain to me how that works and then the benefits for what an attorney might be as far as the benefits for clients and so forth of this type of integration? Yeah, so so Basecamp, um, you know, it's a it's a project management software that's also web-based, and uh, and one of the great things about uh, playing in this cloud ecosystem is uh, our application uh, can interact with the project management application like Basecamp. So what that really means is if you as a lawyer are already working with clients uh, using a project management tool like Basecamp, uh, with Harvest integration built in, you can set up new projects immediately. So uh, let's say you have projects already set up in Basecamp. With the integration, you can port that project right over to Harvest and start tracking time for it. So it minimizes the, the amount of steps that you need to take to actually you know, set up uh, yet another project within Harvest that matches what you have in, in Basecamp. So streamlining that workflow is, uh, I think, one of the main benefits uh, of just going cloud. You have Basecamp for your project management needs and and all that data that is needed by a time tracking system like Harvest can just seamlessly be pulled right into it. Great. So tell me, I mean, you obviously have been using these products yourself for increasing your productivity. Can you give me examples of how you use these cloud-based products to increase your own productivity? Yeah, you know, I can start on that one. So I use, uh, I personally use Evernote. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard about that. So Evernote is a is a cloud or web-based uh, note-taking application. So, you know, let's say uh, I'm in a meeting, 
uh, I could quickly, you know, load up Evernote on, on my computer and, uh, and jot down notes. Um, I could take an audio recording uh, through Evernote uh, of the meeting. Uh, if I'm on a, on a call, uh, I, could do, I could do the same thing, pull up Evernote uh, and, and start taking notes. The, the benefit of, of Evernote really is that it's with you everywhere. It's, it's in the cloud. So, so let's say I'm working uh, off-site um, and I want to pull up notes from a, from a prior meeting uh, with a client. I can simply pull up Evernote on my mobile device, um, find that, uh, that note, uh, and I'll have those, uh, all those notes ready uh, for my meeting with my client. So Evernote, uh, big fan of that. Uh, I also use Google Docs. Um, for, you know, for example, if I'm collaborating uh, on, a, on a customer story, uh, we've recently, recently been building out these uh, customer stories uh, at, at Harvest, uh, profiling some of our, of our customers, uh, and I've been working with the marketing team on that. So I'll use something like Google Docs um, to, to look at a draft of a, of a customer story that a colleague had put together, and, uh, and I can easily make edits uh, and save that draft, and then my colleagues will, will see exactly what edits uh, I had made, um, you know, by looking at the revision history, um, they can easily add notes uh, and, and all that great stuff. So, so the real benefit there is is that it makes document collaboration so much so much easier uh, with Google Docs. Um, and the, and the last thing I'll say um, is we have these uh, we have these desks at Harvest that uh, that are on a motor, so so they can go up. And down. So, uh, if I want to, if I get tired of sitting down, I could simply move the move the desk up uh, so that I'm in a standing position. And uh, I find actually that when I'm in a standing position, I, I just feel uh, I have more energy and I and I just get more uh, get more productive. So. Oh, I would love one of those desks. I really want one of those. <laughs> well, they're they're called <laughs> All right. a geek desk. No, I really need so one of those. If you search that in uh, in Google, you can uh, you can find one for your for yourself. Sounds good. Sounds really good. Well, listen, guys, you obviously not only have a cloud solution, but you are also using your cloud solution. So what should we look for when using a cloud solution to be sure that it's a proper one for each attorney? Yeah, that's great. So, you know, the big points that, that Danny mentioned, security, very important. Uh, you want to make sure they're taking the necessary steps to make sure that their application uh, is, is secure with, with your data um, on, a, on a similar vein. Backup is, is, is very important. Um, you know, you want to make sure that that your data, that your SaaS provider is taking the necessary steps to, to back up back up your data. Uh, you know, at Harvest, as an example, you know, we back up your, your data twice a day. Um, another thing you want to look for is, is reliability. Um, you know, how often is that application, because it's online, how often is it available when you need it? Um, you know, a lot of uh, SaaS solutions will, will give you uh, an uptime percentage. Uh, Harvest, for example, is 99.9% uptime. So that means that we're available 99.9% of the time that, that you need us. And, and we provide a, a historical uh, reference point for, for all, all the times uh, in the past when you know, Harvest has, has been uh, available or, or down. And, and, you know, we always strive to, to be available to you 24-7, 365 um, you know, another important thing I would say is uh, is training and, and support. What kind of you know training materials does the SaaS provider uh, provide to you? Um, are they are they holding a, a webinar uh, that your employees can can go on to and uh, and learn about how to use the software, or is it is it more of a hands off approach? Uh, is someone at your firm going to have to train folks how to use 
how to use the software. Uh, and then sort of along those same lines is, uh, is support. If you have a question uh, about the product uh, or something's not working right, you want to be able to get in touch with them fairly quickly and, uh, and hopefully in a variety of ways, not just via email, but via phone um, or via, you know, online chat. Uh, those are all important things to look for. Um, you know, I'd also say uh, feature updates are, are very important. How often is your SaaS provider updating its application? How often are they pushing new features? Uh, are they listening to, to customers uh, with regards to, to feature requests? Um, you know, you can take a, a look at uh, the company's blog um, to kind of get a sense for how often they're updating the app, how often they're, they're pushing information about the application, uh, about the space that they're in. I uh, just really want to make sure that they, that they care about their customers and they, they care about uh, providing a really great service. Uh, and I'd say the, the last thing, or the last big thing, is, uh, is integrations. And, you know, Danny touched on this with... Uh, you know, with Basecamp and others, you want to make sure that the application has a, a, an ecosystem of, of other applications that play nicely with that product. So, you know, I mentioned uh, accounting solutions being uh, important or being a potential blocker with adopting a time tracking solution. So you want to make sure that uh, the SaaS provider that you, that you selected or are considering of uh, selecting, you want to make sure that they plug in with, uh, with the accounting solution uh, that you use. Essentially, you want to make sure that you're streamlining your, your business processes uh, across the board and not necessarily just for that one solution that you've picked. Well, excellent. That's a great list of things to look for. And let me just add one thing that I always look for, and that's some ability to back up or have access to a third-party solution that will have access to the data in case the company goes yeah, you know, gets liquidated or something. Some of us go back for far enough that we remember a company called Red Gorilla, sure. which all of a sudden just disappeared with everyone's invoicing and time tracking information. So that's something I always tell everyone. Yeah, and you know, that, that actually reminds me of, you know, you're going to also want something that allows you to easily export all of your information in that, in that software uh, at a moment's notice so that, you know, you can either export it into, into something else that will handle the backup, or, you know, you have your own backups that, uh, that you maintain. You want to make sure that you can export that data when you want. And uh, on the flip side of that, you want to make sure that you can easily import data into that software. So, you know, if you're switching from one solution to another, it'd be a whole lot easier to make that transition if you can easily import that, that data from one, in, from one system into, the, into another. Absolutely. Sounds like you guys have thought about that. So obviously something Harvest can do for attorneys. <laughs> yep. Yep. We definitely do that. <laughs> good, good. So one last thing. Do you have a real life example of people reaping the benefits of cloud-based time tracking? Yeah. You know, this is, uh, as Three had actually mentioned, you know, one of the things that, that we always try to do is, is surface some of these uh, customer stories that we come across. So, um so we certainly have a few of those uh, on our website where, you know, it would be a design firm prior to, you know, discovering a SaaS tool, they would be actually relying on memory or scratch pads or calendars to, to track their time. But what ended up happening is they, they're actually uh, losing time and losing money as a result of that. So um, since they've adopted uh, a cloud solution, uh, they've been able to, to really understand where their time is going and bill for it correctly. So, uh, so stories like that are, are certainly on our website, um, but that's just one 
one uh, example off the top of my head. Great, great. Well, that wraps up this edition of the Unbillable Hour Law Practice Advisory Podcast. Danny and Tree, thanks so much for being our guest today. Can you take a moment to share with our listeners where they can find out more about you and Harvest? Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, Ronnie. Uh, absolutely. You know, uh, you can visit Harvest at www.getharvest.com uh, to learn a bit more about us. You know, we offer a free 30-day trial. Um, you know, for for anyone. So if you'd like to give us a try, you can you can do so at getharvest.com. Great. And any blogs or direct contacts that people should know about, or or should they just go to the website? Well, ev- everything's on there from uh, links to our blogs or uh, finding us on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, you can certainly uh, email us at getharvest.com. My, my address is danny at getharvest.com, and three is sri at getharvest.com, and we'll be happy to take any emails as well. Excellent. Well, thanks a lot. So remember, listeners, you can subscribe to all editions of this podcast on the Legal Talk Network or on iTunes. Feel free to continue this discussion on Twitter where you can find me at Rodney Dow. And I hope you'll join us again on the next on Billable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. Thank you. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network. Its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast with Attorney Rodney Dowell. Join us again for the next edition right here on the Legal Talk Network. Learn by doing with Practicing Law Institute's award-winning on-demand interactive programs. Developed by experts in learning design, these immersive programs incorporate the latest in research-based instructional design and technology, allowing you to try out concepts, challenge yourself, and grow your skills using real-world scenarios. With programs focusing on professional development, client-facing skills, and law practice management, you can earn CLE while you learn. Launch now at pli.edu slash interactive or download PLI's mobile app.